everyone. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today's episode is a meditation on the way the coronavirus has exposed our need for a savior. It's been weeks now, closing in on months soon, that our entire world has been turned upside down by a microscopic virus. And as I was thinking about this in preparation for Easter this year, I just had some thoughts and I want to share them with you because I see God's hand all over this. Just in exposing our own beliefs about humanity and in exposing our desperate need for a savior. Modern humans, we want to be sufficient. We want to think of ourselves as intelligent and evolved and all this kind of stuff. But the coronavirus has shown us the truth about who we are. And I wrote a blog post that goes along with this podcast episode, and I will link that in the notes. But I feel like we really just, many of us, looked at modern humans and we felt like we were just impressive. We had this technology, we had evolved thinking, we had a vast array of resources, and any problem that was thrown at us could easily be solved. There was a pride that went along with that. But a tiny little virus has destroyed those beliefs in a matter of days. Instead of being sufficient, we have discovered that we are helpless without any kind of a cure or proven treatment. We are helpless as we watch people die around the globe. We are helpless to stop the spread. No matter what we do, it's still spreading. We are helpless. Instead of having evolved intelligence, Our smartest scientists have more questions than answers. They're struggling to explain the hows and whys. And despite all of our technology and our vast resources, we are left facing a very real fear of death. We don't have it all together. We are not as amazing as we think we are. We need a savior. It's a scary time. But I think it's a gift because we have to realize that we're lost if we're going to be found as a humanity, as a as people. We can't think that we have it all together and sort of understand that we need a savior. We need to be lost. And so many of us around the world right now as people feel the loss. We feel the fear. We feel the helplessness. And it's a gift. It's a gift from a God who loves us, who understands just how prideful, just how rebellious, just how much we dislike him and how much we want nothing to do with him. He is exposing us and he is showing us our need. We elevated our advanced intelligence. I've heard so many people talk about this, about how much more evolved we are than people from the past. And yet we are powerless. We declared humanity to be basically good. Have you heard that? Oh, people are basically good. It's such a popular thought. And yet this virus has completely 
completely displayed our selfishness and our corruption. People have declared that we're sufficient, that we don't need the crutch of religion. And yet, we are terrified as a people of death. We see this in our society here in America all the time. People do not want to age. People do not want to die. And we spend a lot of time and money making ourselves look younger, feel younger, stay younger, and stay alive. We are terrified of death. And even people who say, oh, there's nothing after that, or I've got the whole thing figured out, they're scared. And that's a gift because we need a savior. Guys, do you think it's a coincidence that this virus is coinciding with Easter? No, not at all. It is not a coincidence that we are stuck at home and that there is so many things online proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not a coincidence. God knows exactly what will turn our hearts to him. He knows exactly what will make us stop and think and question. And he has been after his people since the very beginning. Since Adam and Eve disobeyed him, he has been pursuing people. He created us to be in a relationship with him, and that is what he wants. And he knows that's what we want. And so he is using anything and everything to pursue people. And God has done everything necessary to make that relationship possible. This is where it gets so exciting, guys, because the real God became a man, Jesus Christ, and he lived with us on this earth for three decades. He showed us who God was. We had it all wrong. We still get it all wrong. We make God out to be something that he's not. You want to know who God is? Look at Jesus Christ. That's who God is. And he he didn't do the things we thought he was going to do. The religious leaders were confounded because he refused to follow their man-made rules, understanding that it's our heart that matters and not our outward actions. Jesus chose the rejects. He loved the broken. And he continually forgave sinners, much to the religious leaders' frustration. Jesus allowed corrupt people to torture and kill him at just the right time. And he became the ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the world. This is not a popular thought these days. People don't like the idea that there has to be a sacrifice for sins. And yet, if you read the Bible, the whole thing talks about this from the very beginning, that sin deserved a death. Adam and Eve should have died. But God had a plan the whole time that he was going to die for the sins of the world. It's always been about him. It's never been about what we've done. And it's always been about him making a way for us to know him. Here's the deal. Here's the gospel. It's so simple. It simply says in 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4, I passed on to you what was most important and what has been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scripture said. That's the gospel. And this precious truth is at the core of every single version of historical Christianity. There are many versions across denominations. But if this precious truth that Jesus Christ died for our sins, was buried and rose again, is at the core of that historical version of Christianity, then beautiful. That's it. That's it. We believe that everyone who puts their faith in Jesus Christ will have eternal life, that they will be restored, that God will forgive their sin, their corruption, and bring them back into a relationship with him. This is why we celebrate Easter, because Jesus didn't stay dead. He rose again. 
Jesus was talking with a religious leader named Nicodemus just a little while before his death. And he said to him, as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone believes in him will have eternal life. There was a plague with the Israelites and there were these snakes that were coming in and biting people and killing them because they had disobeyed God. And God told Moses to make a bronze serpent and put it on a pole and lift it up. And whoever chose to look at that bronze serpent will be healed. And that was a picture of what Jesus was going to do someday. And he continues, he says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. John 3, 14 through 18. Guys, we were helpless, but God himself stepped in to be our helper. He did not leave us alone, but came to live among us so that we would know who he was. We were corrupted, but God took our sin upon himself and offers us his righteousness in exchange if we will trust in him. We feared death, but God offers us eternal life through a Savior, Jesus Christ. This is a crazy story, and it's something that we celebrate every year here at Easter, but it's something that I celebrate every day. Because it's crazy and unique. No other religion out there has a story like this. Every other religion includes human effort and sacrifice in an attempt to appease the God or gods. But Christianity has a a God who became a man, who took the punishment for people on himself, and who offers free forgiveness and life to anyone who trusts in him. It's an insane story that has transformed lives for the last 2,000 years. It's transformed mine. Not just the story, but the person behind the story. Because Jesus is alive. When the women came to the tomb early in the morning on Easter to bring spices to wrap Jesus' body with, the stone was rolled away. And the angel said, He is not here. He is risen. Jesus is alive. And I am foolish enough to believe that I have encountered him personally that I've met Jesus, that I've experienced the forgiveness and life that he offers, and I won't ever be the same. And it's my prayer this morning that you will meet him too, maybe today, because he is alive and he offers us everything we need. And this virus is a gift to show us our need. And he's right there. He's right there pursuing people because he loves us. Happy Easter, you guys. Jesus is risen. He's risen indeed. He is alive. Amen. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.